This is Story Institute Rambling Verser Podcast, Episode 25, Time Back. Well, hello there and welcome to Story Institute's Rambling Verser podcast. Hey, so I, I bet you're wondering what happened and, and why why we haven't been on uh, on the feed for a while. Well, you know, life life takes its tolls and, and makes makes some changes and sometimes uh, some things have to be sacrificed. Unfortunately, it was it was this podcast. So uh, this year we have we have agendas for each of each of the weeks that, that we've kind of outlined. We're going to take a little different approach. Last year we started off with interviewing authors of lesser known books and encouraged you to purchase them. This year we're going to focus on providing you writing tips and prompts, hopefully encouraging a little bit more of your imagination, and then tying it back to some classic literature. We're going to add in some of those quotes and short story and poetry topics that we've had in the past, and then uh, have specials with with authors who who wish to promote their work uh, instead of it being the main focus. So uh, if you have any feedback or would like to see your own work appear on Rambling Verser, uh, give us a call at... 615-431-RIT, that's 9748, or send us an email at ramblingverser at storyinstitute.com. So let's go ahead and get started with this week's inspirations. When we're thinking of uh, quotes to pull for this episode and to look forward to, to creating characters in general, uh, I f- wandered across this quote by Samuel Beckett. I write about myself with the same pencil and in the same exercise book as about him. It is no longer I, but another whose life is just beginning. For me, th- this quote kind of uh, pulls out who we become as writers when we take a character and add details to his or her life. Uh, we would use that same, that same technique to write about ourselves, but we also want to make sure that the characters are believable enough so that, that other individuals reading it are pulled within the story itself. One of the other things that we wanted to try new here this year and this season for uh, Rambling Verser is to actually give you some short story uh, to read uh, on uh, on the side besides listening to the podcast. This week we're going to recommend Stephen Crane's The Open Bow. Uh, in there, there's a lot of imagery that uh, that a experienced writer or a less experienced writer can pull out of it. Take a look at the setting, take a look at the characters, and see how the sky and the water begin to melt together, and that the characters may not be looking necessarily at the sky, but they're actually reflecting on the water and seeing where, where, where the overlap is. When you're writing down your great work, take a look at how you're the observer of the action, and then become a participant in the action, and then sit back and reflect about interpreting the action. Since Stephen Crane did this in The Open Boat, we really take a look at how how he gives nature human qualities. Pay particular attention to that, and then sit back and observe, participate, and interpret the actions. Pay attention to the repetition of words within, within the story itself. The word rowing, is is in the story quite a, quite a few times. It's not necessarily blatant, but we see the repetition of uh, of how things can be not only within the story itself but in our own lives. 
The last piece to look for, really, is about the bond that's developed with the individuals on the boat. Look and see how real it is. Does it make sense for those individuals in the situation that they're in to become as bonded as, as, as they do? Would the reactions be the same if, if you were trapped on that open boat? So, you know, so here's a little bit from the beginning of The Open Boat by Stephen Crane. None of them knew the color of the sky. Their eyes glanced level and were fastened upon the waves that swept toward them. The waves were the hue of slate, save for the tops, which were a foaming white, and all of the men knew the colors of the sea. The horizon narrowed and widened, and dipped and rose, and at all times its edge was jagged with waves that seemed thrust up in points like rocks. Many a man ought to have a bathtub larger than the boat which rode upon the sea. These waves were most wrongfully and barbarously abrupt and tall, and each froth top was a problem in small boat navigation. The cook squatted in the bottom and looked with both eyes at the six inches of gunwale which separated him from the ocean. His sleeves were rolled over his fat forearms, and two flaps of his unbuttoned vest dangled as he bent to bail out the boat. Often, he said, "'God, that was an arrow clip!' As he remarked it, he invariably gazed eastward over the broken sea." Take some time to read the rest of Stephen Crane's The Open Boat. Yeah, it's, it's not that long of a story, but it, it, it really gets at the heart of, of where your characters uh, can be in, in a given situation and how you, the, the author, react to the situation itself. So the writing prompt for today for the short story section is, is rewrite The Open Boat and put it in today's terms. Do you have technology on board? Uh, is, there, is there enough room? Is the boat bigger? Is the boat smaller? Think about the things. Think about the characters that really, uh, really talk about today's world, and try to find out if Stephen Crane had it right then and now. The poetry piece that we'd like to share with you today is called "The Flea." It's by John Dunn. Dunn is a favorite of mine uh, because at some point in his life he decided that he was going to have this transformation. Within this transformation, he went from focusing on on his desire to connect with with other humanity to connecting with with a spiritual aspect. The transformation itself is is rather interesting, especially with with some of his poems. And uh, I probably have a different view than many other individuals who uh, who would critique Dunn. But with the flea itself, what it really does is it compares the mixing and coming together of the two loves uh, to a flea's bite, uh, mingling with different bloods uh, together uh, as food, and sometimes. You know, given that this is going to be coming out the week of Valentine's Day, sometimes that love is really that food that we need as, as humans to to help us either write that next line or, or be inspired continuously. So as, as we go through the flea, think about those connections that, that Dunn is making to his humanity and to, and to his partner. So here's the flea by John Dunn. Mark, but this flea. And mark in this how little that which thou deniest me is. It sucked me first, and now sucks thee. And in this flea our two bloods mingled be. Thou knowest that this cannot be said, A sin, nor shame, nor loss of maidenhead. Yet this enjoys before it woo, And pampered swells with one blood made of two. And this, alas, is more than we would do. 
Oh, stay three lives, one flea spare, where we are almost, yea, more than married are. This flea is you and I, and this, our marriage bed and marriage temple is. Though parents grudge and you were met, and cloistered in these living walls of jet, though use make you apt to kill me, let not to that self-murder added be, and sacrilege three sins in killing three. Cruel and sudden hast thou since purple thy nail in the blood of innocence. Wherein could this flea be guilty, except in that drop which it sucked from thee? Yet thou triumphs and sayest that thou findest not thy, thyself nor me the weaker now. Tis true, then learn how false fears be. Just so much honor, when thou yields to me, will waste as this flea's death took life from thee. So the writing prompt for from a poetry perspective this week is is to go back at, at and look at the flea by John Donne and and think about the love that that you share with another individual and the connections you would like to make. Use something from nature to bring that connection together. Use words and imagery that really pull out where that inspiration starts and how it can grow. But one of the things that comes along with this new format is a shorter time frame. So, if neither the short story by Stephen Crane nor the poem by John Donne inspire you to, to go out and, and write your own, uh, check out Story Institute's short story or poetry topic, uh, a search engine. Uh, one of the topics that comes up if you type in romance is romance by chance or circumstance. It talks about Valentine's Day. It'll give you names and story ideas and a little bit of information about about where to take the story. So check us out online at storyinstitute.com. If you're struggling with other topics for your short stories, novels, or poetry, send us an email, give us a call, or better yet, subscribe to our forums and you'll be able to interact with some of the other individuals who have signed up last year and kind of got things going. The forum and the community is 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 growing. It, it's only going to grow more uh, through your interaction. So uh, get on out there. We respond to most of the posts that, that are there. Uh, so take advantage of, of building that type of community. If you have links to other communities that give these type of, of details, go ahead and share it with, with the other individuals. Well, that does it for this week's episode of Story Institute's Ramiverser. Thank you for stopping by. And remember to imagine, enhance, and grow your stories.